What's up, what's up, sir? What's up? What's up, everybody? 2021 is here. A lot of stuff happening. Outrageous fun. Season three. What's up, everybody? What up? Dude, how we doing? A little uh, cold. Speaking of cold, yeah. it is cold. Cold. So I mean, quickly. it is November, but... Dude, it is freaking cold. And the uh, yes, so I've been doing this thing lately, bro. So I've been reading, I told you I've been reading David Goggins' book, uh, right. Can't Hurt Me. Great book, by the way. You said you read it, right? That's the one where it starts with his like life story. It's the about, Navy SEAL guy. Yeah. yeah. But that's like his book. Yeah. Like, the, I think he's wrote maybe a couple books. but No, that's I like think his, this is his only book. Oh. Maybe he has written another book. I have no idea. I don't know David Goggins, the author. It's I know his like him as life a Navy story, SEAL dude. Right? Yeah, I don't see him writing another book. I feel like he's just like a, he wrote this one book. You know what I mean? He might have. He a doesn't seem books. like an artiste. He's kind of just a bad motherfucker. You better, yeah. You better watch what you're saying. Right. I, know. I'm just, I love Come you. Come find me. Fuck you, you up. You helped a bunch. You're helping me out. So I've been li- watching, watching his book. I've been listening to his book because I have a long commute. So I got the audio book, but. He makes me feel like a pussy every morning, yeah. which is great energy to go to work with. Yeah, of course. But it's also kind of depressing. So right. I started, uh, I realized like I never do cardio. And this guy would run like 20 something miles. Like th- he runs like 100 with, like, mile broken marathons. Legs. Yeah, with broken femurs and shit. He's I'm like, like, I've been pissing my pants for two miles. <laughs> then I shit myself and ran 10 more miles. And Legitimately. I'm like, I ran around the block and threw up. Yeah, so. you got shin splints and like cried about it. Right. So my gym is like 0.7 miles from my apartment. So I was like, yo, I'm going to start running to the gym and running home from the gym. So I'm going to run to the gym, lift, run home from the gym, easy cardio, transportation. Right. I've been doing that for like two weeks. It's been awesome. I honestly, I enjoy it. I'm getting cardio. I feel fit, feel good. And honestly, it was very much stemmed from my McDonald's incident where I couldn't breathe and I couldn't have sex. (laughs) So I'm getting the cardio in now. Nice. But, um... But I did not account for a few things. So it's starting to get colder, which I honestly kind of like running in the cold. But last night, I'm on my way to the gym. I'm running. I'm like, probably, I just get around the block where it's like too late to turn back around and go back to my apartment. It starts violently hailing. Oh. Like, w- parallel hail. Like, the w- it's coming horizontally at it's my like face. like a Drew Brees commercial <laughs> for, for Tamiflu. Literally, I felt like I was training for fucking something, dude. I felt like... <laughs> I felt invincible, but also very vulnerable all at the same yeah. time. So what I doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But what I didn't think about was, one, weather. Two, once I'm there and it's now pouring rain, how am I getting home? Oh, you, was, you were running to the gym? I was running to the gym. Oh, I thought you were running home. No, I was running to the gym. It's now it's way too late to turn back around. I'm like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, I got to get through this wind, get to the gym. I'm like, fuck it. I feel that I got a hoodie on. The hood is like blowing back behind me like a fucking cape. I'm Superman running to this fucking gym. And then I get there. I'm soaking wet, icy and shit. I take my sweatshirt off and I'm like, I got to go back home in a half mile of this fucking tundra that we got going on now. Did not think of it at all. But David Goggins would have would have went home, so I still uh, I got home. Did you but run? It sucked. Yeah, bro, sprinting home, <laughs> and I was so fucking tired. Like I also I switched my workouts this week. My uh, Rob sent me some new shit, and it's all very aerobic. Like I'm very much out of breath during it, which nice. I didn't know was going to be the case. So when I went to run home, I was winded. From first step, I'm like, it's all that I was like, it's good to push, sprinting through. You got to. You gotta, uh... I feel like you're one of those guys that's always going to be in shape your whole life. Like you're always going to look good, but your like cholesterol is <laughs> going to be your cholesterol is you're like you're going to go to the doctor and the doc's just going to be like, "Dude, your cholesterol is like off the fucking charts." Well, unless there's cholesterol in pizza, then I don't think that's possible, doctor. <laughs> yes, sir. 
Yes, pizza's all cholesterol. Because it's just you. You yeah. you have a uh, an absolute beautiful way somehow of like eating yourself into oblivion, but still having a six pack. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's because I it's limited to bullshit, one. but I, it's it's uh, impressive. I mean, I I structured my life very stringently so that I'm able to do that. Right. You know, I pick like two hard days a week to pretty much right, kill right, myself. Right. I actually did that again. I ate myself into a problem this weekend. Nice. I ordered halal at like one in the morning. That place is open late. Right. I Dangerous. ordered it. Delivery. Double meat. And it was fucking delicious. That's good. Yeah, it was real good. But I speaking of uh, speaking of run- runners, remember last week or two weeks ago when I was talking about the marathon? I was just like really complimenting runners and like how impressed I was with them and all yeah, that shit. I, I take last week. I take all of it back and fuck you for running too, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I was going for a walk on the river and for some reason when you're on the river, like on the west side, there's the Upper West Side. The upper West Side. <laughs> there was a there's a gate. I don't know if it's to like slow you down. They have like random gates where you have to like all kind of funnel through one little section. It like breaks it up. It's very annoying. It's very annoying. So like it's kind of like a double gate and there's a couple of them where if you were like walking on the river path, you have to all like funnel through this weird side gate and then keep going. So I was walking. Stupid. Very dumb. So I'm wa- I'm going for a walk. I'm chilling. I start to go through the little gate, and I'm f- I'm walking. I've been walking the whole time, and this guy's on a run, and I was ahead of him. So I'm walking through the thing, and then the guy's like runs up to the gate, and then he just starts jogging in place. He's like jogging in place, waiting for me to go. I'm like I'm like I'm walking. You know what I mean? Right. And he's like, Would you hurry up? He screamed at me, and I literally was like, I'm walking here. <laughs> Bro- like I never, it's never actually come up so naturally. I was literally walking here. <laughs> when you started the story, I was like, when am I going to be able to push my microphone to the side and go, hey, I'm walking here. Literally. I've been waiting. He was just jogging. He was like this with his face and he had a fucked up face on. I'm like, dude, relax, dude, guy. I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, wa- I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I'm walking here. Dude, Fuck and off. this is hilarious that these are our stories because in my now new cardiovascular pursuits yeah first time i've ever had to do this while waiting for the light to change yeah the jogging place way. i've How never do done it i've done it before it. i feel like the worst there's 47 cars parked like <laughs> waiting to go and i'm just fucking skeeting and bopping and skeeting and bopping and skeeting and i'm just like i look like a douchebag like what's, it's what's freezing what should you do you maybe some stop. squats that's way running douchier in- than running in place maybe Bro. like a stretch no, at least running in place, you know, you can you can rationalize in your head, like, all right, they know why I'm doing this. If you're doing squats, they're just like, what a douchebag. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking the corner of Magnolia. I know. When I see people running in park. place, I'm like, just stop for a second, <laughs> would you? Just stop for one second. It's fine. Don't run in place, you fucking weirdo. Dude, there's I've a run purpose. in place before too. There's though. a purpose. You gotta like, keep every the heart time rate do, going. Of course. You gotta keep Maybe it going. Maybe it's a you know, it's an interval thing, though. You take a little break, then you go into a sprint again. How about that? That's, well, you're not sprinting. I'm not sprinting down the sidewalk. That's insanity. I mean, I did it in the rain, but it was raining. Nobody else was around. I'm not just going to sprint down a sidewalk like a maniac. That's true. It's insane. On a hard sidewalk? Tough luck. I'm you sure. running on the sidewalk or in the road a little bit? Sidewalk. I'm not running on the, in the middle of a fucking road? What are you, nuts? On the side of the road? I like running on the road because it's more- There's parked cars. I'd be in the road. Like, cars park along the street. I would be in the middle of the street. Just be careful for your ankles. Those sidewalks can have cracks. I mean, thanks. And you have some bitch-ass ankles. I have fucking terrible <laughs> You have bad ankles. I do have notoriously Cla- bad ankles. Yeah, Joe claims that he cannot rollerblade because the ligaments in his ankle are so loose that they don't stabilize. But I'm just like, dude, I think you just don't know how to rollerblade. 
That's that's potentially <laughs> it. But even regardless of my regardless of my rollerblade, you're it's so true. And honestly, it's probably my knees. They buckle like a fucking baby. Yeah, deer. it's just like he's like Bambi on. He's like a <laughs> yeah. deer on ice when Joe's. Just skating, I, but it's so weird. I remember I've so I've had to have told this story like ninety seven times on the podcast. But every time I go rollerblading or or ice skating, that happens like the the buckle thing. But if I try to correct it, I can't skate. If I just let myself buckle, I'm fast as hell. I'm fucking <laughs> skating and bopping again. I'm skating and bopping. You're tearing your meniscus, but you're skating and bopping, <laughs> right? baby. It honestly explains so many so this much is of the so random, but it's on the topic, dude. One time. My dad has taken me, like, I grew up playing roller hockey, and, like, we would go to, like, the ice rink sometimes and just, like, skate around. And one time I was like, Dad, come on, like, go, come skate with me. And, you know, it's like he couldn't KO, big old KO. My dad is just a big old doof. He goes on, puts on some ice skates. I don't know if he's ever been ice skating before. He's probably 40 years old. <laughs> Never been ice skating Guinnesses. before. Yeah, and we get on the ice, dude, and he just cannot leave the boards. Like, you know when you're in an ice like rink? The cone? And, no, like the boards, like the side where there's like the the hockey boards, like right. when there's people just like always just like clawing their way around the <laughs> rink and they're just pulling themselves. Like he was doing that, and then they they closed. It was like rink time was over for the Zamboni, and then you have to leave the ice. And he was like on the other side of the <laughs> rink and couldn't make it back. And he was like a forty year old man and like two seventeen year old boys making like seven twenty five an hour had to fucking grab him up like a little grandma and skate him off. And he was like, he was like, couldn't stand up. It was fucking hilarious. I could never picture Ko like succumbing to like getting help. You know. <laughs> Like I remember that time we drove to pick him up when he like blew his knee out. He tore his quad actually, <laughs> right. literally tore his he tore quad. his quad off the bone. Yeah, and me and you went to pick him up at Robert Moses, and I couldn't even picture like he got in the car like a mess. Yeah, and I couldn't even. It was hard to see him in that vulnerable right, yeah. state. I couldn't imagine him getting like carried off the ice by two children. It was hilarious. Also, by the way, they were probably getting paid like four fifty dollars right. that year. Yeah, at that time. Right. Damn, they'd be making, they'd be cash, they'd be making six figures right now. <laughs> Shit, but what's going on? They'd be making $19 an hour. For real. Damn. Um, oh my gosh. KO, man. Do, I want to, do we want to go right into this? I'm having so much fun. Yeah, I know. It's only been, oh, Frankie doesn't have a timer up. I have no idea how long it's been. Um, it's okay. Oh, wait, really quick before sure. you get into anything. Huge thank you to Frankie. I didn't tell you this yet. <clears throat> uh, so last week, obviously, we had <laughs> mad technical difficulty, difficulties that caused almost. I mean, it definitely caused two. I was playing. Tempers. I was playing peer mediator, but yeah, right. You were feeling it. But I was like trying you to acting was, on it. Well, I'm always feeling it. I'm right. always trying to just diffuse, though. Right. Well, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second, don't don't diffuse anything. This is raw and live. Second of all, it happened again at the other show Frankie produced oh, the next night, but worse. It like it just didn't fucking work. So there was a piece that like his computer. He had to get a new computer, and then long story short, a, he needed a piece that the only place that had the piece is in Manhattan. And Frankie today went to Manhattan, not even knowing if they had you the piece. Told me I would have picked it up. Was it B and H? Yeah, it was B&H. B&H is the shit. Yeah, but you're, you would, I mean, let's be real. The odds of you getting the correct piece. No, the people that work at B&H are some of the most attentive workers. Am I right? I was in absolute heaven. Frankie, definitely, <laughs> Frankie has, definitely It is an it. experience. You go in it's, immediately. It, someone's like, yo, what's up? What do you need? What's going on? I used to go there for Big Off Silent Disco oh, shit. Oh, Big L. And I'd be like, yo, this is what I do. I have no clue how it works. And they're like, yo, go see Tommy in the back. And I'm like, Tommy, this is what I'm like. He's like, yeah, you need this. You need this. This is what's going to happen. You got to plug up. Like, they know everything. It's crazy. Me and Frankie's in there probably telling them. He's like, you yeah, know, I just need this. I know what no, to do I, with it. I ordered you know? it all on my phone, and then I just well, I just went there to pick it up. Oh, he I did knew, know I knew it was, it was there. there. He did, right. You but did I, know it was there. Yesterday, I was 
calling every single possible like supply place I know on Long Island. And they're like, yeah, no, I can get here in like five to ten days. I'm like, unacceptable. Right. <laughs> so, How about five to ten hours? Because yeah. that's my timeline right now. Yeah. Um, so it's huge thanks to Frankie for heading down to the city, picking that shit up and getting it all ready. Lovely. Um, so thank you, Frankie. Thank you, Frankie. Welcome. Um, I'll share. I'm having. I, do we want to go right into that story? Just go into whatever you want. You got something to say? I got. I don't think I have anything to say. Oh, okay. Right. Well, so, I got. I had a couple fun stories, but Joe wants me to share this story, so I'll share. Well, this. share a fun story. I'll do this story first. So, just um, know that the timer is plus twenty-one minutes. That's oh cool. oh we've been on oh for no 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 that can't be sorry that's plus ten plus okay. ten okay plus ten <laughs> we awesome. aired the top the um countdown. so I've been in my this long COVID business endeavor oh, for about going. two yeah. months now. And it's it's just like, you know, entrepreneurial, tough. I've kind of been realizing like I want a little bit less time devoted to this because it's just like I'm not getting paid. It's all like free. Just how are we doing on the sales aspect? Any closes? No closes yet, but I've only had I pivoted from like just trying to get sales calls to like trying to create like a content library where it's like it this the issue of long COVID is so novel and no one really knows about it. And Exactly. <laughs> right. And uh, it's so new. So I was like, let me create some shit. So I, I, I've been like spending more time just like writing stuff and video stuff, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I put some blogs on my website and I then I posted in one of these groups and then people were con- like I had some like I could see the visitors on my people were going to my website just from what I'm like, oh, this is great. And then someone commented some like really nice thing of like, oh, man, like this is the first time I've ever read anything that like I really resonate with and makes a lot of sense. Like. This is great. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. I was like, fuck yeah, that's great. So then that person hit me up on Facebook and was like, oh, like I read this thing and blah, blah, blah. It made a lot of sense. Like, you know, here's my situation. Like, can you, can you, any offer any help? So I set up a call with that person today and we talked for like a good hour. I didn't, I didn't make the sale just because she was like very much trying to like feel me out. She, she told me, she's like, you know, I really don't trust doctors and like, you know, Everything that the doctors say, like, I just don't really believe. And and then I go to them. And this is shit people say all the time with long COVID. It's like, you wait, like, two months to go see a specialist. And then the specialist sees you for, like, four minutes. And they're like, I got nothing for you. Like, here, have this referral. Like, they don't fucking help at all. Luckily, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an obvious thing. Right. Um, so we go through all this thing. I, like, she gives me your story. I'm giving her some strategies. I'm giving her. The, and she's just. So then at the end, I was like, do you have any questions for me? And she goes, yeah, I got a, I got a couple questions. I'm like, okay. And she goes, what do you think about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? Bing, big, big, bitch. And I was like, yo, <laughs> this lady's testing me right now to see how cool I am. For real, for real. Like, she's absolutely testing me. And I said what I actually believe, which is I, as a physical therapist, like, I don't prescribe drugs. I, It's not in our workplace at all. But there is a woman who has been treating she's like a chronic fatigue specialist which is like long covid's leaning towards the chronic fatigue uh avenue and this woman like in new york city like the top chronic fatigue doctor i've spoken to people that have worked with her and she's prescribing ivermectin i've heard of other people taking ivermectin i don't really know much about it there's a lot of crazy shit about it in the news i was like but if this doctor of 30 years is prescribing it who works in the chronic fatigue world i'm assuming she knows what the fuck she's doing that's basically i didn't curse obviously but i said i assume that she knows what she's doing you know plenty about it right so then she <laughs> you're trying to be chill so yeah i was trying to of course right, like i'm okay. not trying to be like what well, well, actually did you listen to the fucking joke I'm talking about the fucking- I, <laughs> right when i right when she asked me i was like well that's a very slippery slope my friend <laughs> 
I was like, I don't know how much we want to go into deep depth right now, but I'll leave it at this. And I very much gave like my doctoral opinion versus my podcast opinion. <laughs> right. I was like, if you really want to know, go check out my YouTube page. <laughs> the other day. But then she goes, she, oh. she, so I say all that and she goes, all right, good. I'm just making sure you weren't saying it was a horse dewormer drop. Oh, man. Nice. I was just like, nah, dude, I'm cool. Pass the test. <laughs> yeah. Sup, homie. Still didn't make the sale. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Still didn't make the sale. If you really went in, she'd have been like, I'm in. Actually, you want some? I can yeah. get you some right now. Um, dude, the other day at work, I was. Oh, <coughs> watch stuff. The other day at work, I was. I don't even know the context of how ivermectin came up, but I walk into the lunchroom in my office. I'm grabbing water and they're like, the you know, I think it was my grandma and like a couple other people because my grandma works in my office. They're talking about something about COVID, something about drugs with COVID and like somebody brings something up and I was like, oh yeah, like ivermectin. I, I just like mentioned it in passing and then I leave and there's a woman in my office who is um, very conspiratorial to a fault. She's at, she's like older. She's not in the best shape and she like refuses to get vaccinated. She's like kind of falls into a category where I would say she's a little reckless on, on her, in her conspiratoriality. If that's a word, is she in Q? She's yeah, she's right there. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's she's one of she's kind of on the on the fringe there, but she she's just like I like say ivermectin and I leave the cafeteria like the lunchroom. I shut the door and she, her desk is like right there and she just goes, "Did you say ivermectin? Like really? Did you say ivermectin?" I was like, "Not now, girl. Not now." I was like, "I was just kidding. I was just talking about it for a second. I gotta go. I got work to do. Like I couldn't get right." She like looks. She's like. Did you say I remember? I was like, not like you're thinking about it. We're not doing that right now. Not today. Yeah, oh, that's exactly wild. that's exactly where I was. And, with I, that and I am like, I'll we gladly know. get into we it. Know. Okay, All we right. know. Don't we even know. don't patronize me. Right, right. All right. We know. I'll gladly get into it, but right. not at the workplace. Yeah, exactly. You know, not here. Right, exactly. Like I, me, I, I told her I was like, listen. If you want to set up another Zoom call where me and you just talk about the current events in the whole world, <laughs> that's a more interesting conversation we could have. Like, this lady was dying. Right. I honestly, maybe that's what I should start doing. Like, if people in my office want to talk about it, I'd be like, you should go to my YouTube page. <laughs> I'm going to start giving out business cards. I'm going to send cards. you a link. Yeah, I'm going to start giving out business cards with our fucking channel on it. Oh, wake up, everybody. Yeah. But it was, it was, a, uh, it was pretty funny. That's funny as hell. So you passed the test, dude. I'm proud of you. A year ago today? You brutally failed that test. I would have definitely said horse dewormer drug. Oh, thousand. Well, dude, honestly, I was gonna not say this, but now I'm gonna add this in again, and because like these these are these people's experiences, and I'm like mm -hmm. taking this in, and then I'm like, I can't believe where I'm at and what I'm doing right now. So like, as this this woman's story goes, like I'm zooming with this person, like I don't think she's lying. It seems mm -hmm. like she's having like these people in these groups, like. They go to doctors, and then doctors are like, you're full of shit, fuck off. Like, that's a lot of the the message they get. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of these people in the long COVID world feel like they're they're just being, like, thrown to the wayside. And it's like, whatever you think long COVID is, like, these people are suffering from something. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I, as <clears throat> I've been in it with people, so I get that they're actually suffering. So, like, whatever's happening, whatever your experience is, like, I believe you, and let's just, like, get to the bottom of it. That's right. where I they're come They're experiencing from. something. Nobody, they just don't necessarily know what, why they're experiencing it or what. Yeah, they're experiencing and like a lot of doctors are telling them, it's like that's in your head, or we don't believe you. So like this woman's the, the story that this woman told me was, she had COVID in like December, was like kind of okay, was dealing with like some headaches, but like nothing too crazy for like three or four months, and then in April, got the vaccine because she was mandated to by her job, and then the next day. Bitch. 
the next day had like severe vertigo and like she would try and like take like a sip of water and was like vomiting profusely for like three or four days. Mm. So like had like a serious, and we, we know people that have had side effects from COVID from like throwing up and we from know- the vaccine or from, from the vaccine? The, yeah, right. We know this. Yeah. That's nothing new. It's nothing new. So I told her, I was like, I literally was like, yeah, like I, she was like, so do you believe that? And I was just like, yeah. I believe that I was like, more sure. than the fucking long COVID shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like, sure. Yeah. Like no I doubt. think that's legit. And she's like, you know, I've told that to doctors before and they like are telling me that it's just a coincidence. Like it has nothing to do with the vaccine. And I was like, well, honestly, I've had coworkers take the vaccine, and the next day they call out, they got body aches, they got fever, they got chill. I've heard of someone throwing up before, so like, I think that's a perfectly legitimate thing to have happened. And just giving her that alone, this woman was just like, thank you. <laughs> and nice. I was just like, that was pretty simple, Dale. Still didn't make the sale, but hey, you're on to something. Well, you're definitely on to something. Yeah. And isn't it a problem that that's like a shocking response right. from a doctor to somebody? Like, what are, they, what are these doctors doing? They're right. just like, nah. That can't be it. Because even if even if it is in your head, even if it is something that's like psycho, whatever the word is, psycho something, it's like psycho related. Yeah. Like psycho related is definitely not the way to say it. Right. But you know what I'm talking. Yeah. Trying to say, even if it is something like that, like as a doctor, like you always push bedside manner being like very important. You can't just tell somebody their face like it's in your head. Right. Get out of here. Right. What are you? What the fuck? What, how that's is anybody winning? There? Bad messaging there. Well, yeah. Like. So get, it's just interesting to me being in the position I am where I'm almost like. This person's like testing me of like, what do you think about ivermectin? Like looking to see if I'm like a CNN doctor. You know what I mean? Because like right. all this, this no, woman like doesn't Dr. trust o doctors. Dr. O'Fringe, dude. <laughs> Dr. O'Fringe. How you doing? How you from business? Knock twice I'm an for internet doc doctor. How you doing? Knock twice for Dr. O'Keefe. Knock three times for Dr. Fringe. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> the code word is ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's just, that was just, it's just interesting, man. It's I'm just taking in so many people's stories about this and it's a problem in this well, world. The, well, it's crazy. You got people's <clears throat> stories that are obviously legit. And then you have like the media doesn't cite legit stories. Like you'll never see like a story like that, like yeah. highlighted on like the news. You'll right. hear something that happened or you won't even hear something that happened. You'll just hear like somebody give you information that just contradicts that that, that person's experience right. is like legitimate right you know what i mean even dude and, and i don't know if you want to weird like i yet. feel like this weird like naughtiness in me where we're both i'm like ooh, like ooh, we're not supposed i'm like no this is this woman this happened to her dude are, do you feel we're like we're just trying to help that's all i want to do well it's a naughtiness but it's also like i feel a uh like a when these topics come up around me i feel like a like a like a vibration in me where not a that's so dramatic, but like, I feel this like, like nerves where I'm like, all right, I know what my response is going to be. If I'm like inter interjected into this conversation, I just don't know where these people are at as far as the mm. information I'm going to throw into this conversation. Right. <laughs> so like, even like my tone about things, sometimes I get like kind of where I'm like, I don't know if I could even like talk on this. Cause my tone is just going to set someone off. And yeah, you know what I mean? You really don't know who you're talking to yeah. or what they're watching or what they're listening to. Like, when we talk to people that listen to the shit that we listen to, it's like very easy. I it's love, simple. It's a great conversation. It's when very you get open. someone in the outside world and it's like, oh, there's so many things I like. I'm not even myself right now. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm such you can't, a, you can't handle me. I'm and such a vanilla version yeah, yeah, of me. Yeah. Not to disrespect vanilla, it's the best ice cream flavor there is, but like I'm very much a vanilla Dude, guy. Dude, so speaking this. of vanilla ice cream, oh. and even Haagen-Dazs, your favorite type, just favorite, your favorite type of ice cream. 
So on Sunday, Hagadas Vanilla Bean. Yeah, exactly. To be exact, yeah. So on Sunday night, I had an improv show. Sunday night improv, like not I mean, a great time slot. I'm not a, a great time I'm gonna say slot. no one went. I had a good time. There was like probably 25, 30 people in the crowd. That's too many. It was a lot of like people in the community, though. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So besides the point, though. Right. So I haven't done an improv show in forever. It was a, it was a good show. Got some laughs. Was like, oh fuck it, Sunday night. Like I'm rolling around. I called you, smoked a little J. I was like, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get a little treat for myself. So oh, I was boy. like, should I get some pizza? And I was like, nah. I'm gonna go get. Some. I was like, I was in Penn Station. I was like, I want a little treat before I get on the subway. So I'm walking past the Hagen Doss in the. You know that? Oh yeah. Do you know that yes. specific one where there's usually in Penn Station? If you've never been in Penn Station before, there's like a strip of stores where there's like pizza places, Starbucks, blah blah blah. The Hagen Doss though is very off the beaten track, and in a singular hallway, it's the only. It's the only thing. It's yeah. probably Sunday about like now. It's I stayed for a couple shows, so it was like eleven o'clock on a Sunday night. You know why I know where that is? Because there's Cause that one. There's the, the there's the Hagen Dazs, and then there's the Auntie Anne's. That's also a standalone alone thing where I get yes. my cinnamon pretzels. Right, and I fucking love cinnamon Auntie pretzels, Auntie, yeah, and I love some vanilla bean. Exactly, those are my two spots. So I was like, I'm getting some ice cream, no doubt. I roll up to this. I'm like, I'm rolling up to the Hagen Dazs, and there is a heroin guy. Who is so passed out? Guy. He is so fucking passed out, dude. And but he was like dressed nice too. Like remember that one time I passed out in the streets in New York and someone woke me up and was like, "Sir, you don't look homeless." <laughs> like it was one of those situations yeah. where I was like, "This and guy's the- on heroin for sure," but like he might have an okay job, right? You know what I mean? Also, by the way, really quick, back to that. What a racially charged interaction you had asleep. What? What? You, what? you don't look homeless because you're like a chubby <laughs> white kid. What? There's not chubby white homeless people. What the fuck was that about? Not a lot of them. You're no longer chubby. This I think I was. Though. I was also wearing Ralph Lauren. <laughs> you don't know wearing, how recently you I was, were homeless. I was you wearing just an orange homeless. pastel Ralph Lauren shirt. You could have, like I said, you could have just become I homeless. I ruined that shirt that night. Yeah, I'm sure you did. But this dude was sleeping, like on his back, not even like tucked away. Like he was like sleeping on his back, and his knee was like bent. Oh, backward. not even in a couple yeah, positions. Like not, yeah, that's like how he you was know he was fucked cut up. Out yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumped like out he was fucked up. Like, he was fucked up. Like, no one can sleep like this unless you're <laughs> fucked up. And he's sleeping there, and I'm like, all right, like, I got to get. It's 11 o'clock. He's sitting in front of the haagen Who comes up? The cutest little woman, Fatima. 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 Fatima haagen haagen Fatima. You know? Was that her? She, no, she's the haagen oh, Fatima. Okay. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, she's the, that's her. Can you just say Fatima? Why do you say Fatima? Like, a, like why are you making it all accent That was her name. Fatima? No, her she's, name, Fatima? She said, Fatima? Is that how she... She okay, said it like so that. So you're just mimicking her accent? Yeah. Weird. Whatever. She was cute. It's weird. And she was... <laughs> I was cute. like, oh, I can't... She's like, could you believe? It was 11 o'clock on a Sunday in Penn Station. She's working in a haagen And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, can I get a, can I get some vanilla ice cream? And she's like, could you believe like this? And I'm just like, I feel so bad for you that this is your workplace. So public service announcement: next time you're sitting at your job and you're having a bad time, I want you to think of Penn Station Hagendas Fatima, who's working the graveyard shift on a Sunday night in the middle of Penn Station with a heroin guy sleeping right outside her front step. You know, I don't think about enough how how little I encounter heroin addicts at my job. Like, right, I really never it never. You think you got it bad, bro? Right. She's slinging ice cream with with dead Charles in front of her. Dead, yeah. I mean, possibly. <laughs> so I hope he was alive, but I also I don't know. he didn't. I don't. He didn't look like he had a pulse. They rarely do, dude. When we went to that uh, Tim Dillon show, which by the way was awesome. Yeah. For my, Dillon, well, he didn't actually buy it for my birthday. Yes, but he, he did. No, you had the tickets, and then you gave me one for my birthday. Like you had the tickets regardless. 
So, no, right? I was gonna get you a birthday present. Then these tickets fell into my lap. They fell into and your lap. I was right. like, somebody gave birthday. them to you. Or but sold I think them I was looking for tickets. They were sold out for your birthday. And then I got the tickets. I'm not judging the way you got my birthday present. Right. I loved it. It was a great. Time. It was a great show. But I get. Uh, I took the. I believe I. Did I drive there? Whatever. I drove and I par- parked in a parking garage. Walk out of the parking garage and it was like 5 p.m. on a summer day. Like it was bright, broad daylight in the city, in near Times Square. And there's just like a group of five skinny white homeless people just shooting up heroin, broad day, corner of like 42nd and whatever. Like at the corner, broad daylight, people walking Stephen over. Stephen Colbert show in the background. Over. Literally, people there's are- Radio City right there. And they're just like, bro- oh, it's sunny out today. Like, it was, I was like, you're not even behind, like, a little board. Usually they do the little, they got the little, like, cardboard box. Yeah. They don't even give a fuck anymore. Dude, I told you, I told you about the time, like, this was more during, like, COVID. It wasn't like, I don't think we were on locked anymore because I had my new job, but it was still, like, very weird. It's, it's, there's definitely more people now, but it was, like, very weird. And it was, it was around election time and it was right near, I was right near Trump Tower because that's where I, my office is. And I always like walk around and shit. And there's a Rolex store like right across from where the Trump Tower is. And there was a, like, I'm looking at Rolex. I'm like, oh, sweet, like Rolex store. And I look down and there's a homeless guy, like a hairy homeless man, just taking one of the most aggressive dumps I've ever <laughs> seen in my whole life. He's just like squatted in front of the Rolex, just like taking a Heater, bro. Heater. That was a fuck the establishment. I was like, shit. I need to take a picture of this, but I feel like this guy's gonna grab a load of his shit and launch it at me, and then I'm gonna be covered in shit. Yeah, he's gonna monkey poop you for <laughs> sure. He's yeah. gonna monkey poop you, Frankie. Remember that time we were on like a, we were doing like a vlog episode at one of my clients, and we were drove into the Bronx, and that guy was like taking a shit, or was he jerking off? Remember that guy? You don't remember the fuck? There was such a dramatic experience. You don't remember that? Yeah, remember he was jerking off or shit. Well, because you were in the car. We left you in the car. You don't remember that whole thing? Whatever. We went to the Bronx and then we pulled up and there was this guy sitting on like a bucket. Like right. very homeless, very drugged out. Like one tooth. Like one of the, he barely spoke. He was just making like noises and groans and shit. And his pants were definitely down. I assumed he was shitting. I'm pretty sure he was shitting. I don't know. I forget if he, I think he was jerking off or shit and whatever. He was doing some sort of bodily function that wasn't supposed to be done in public. Right in front of my client's like office. It was kind of nasty, but. But, uh, dude, the, uh, you're just bringing up the election. Like, the election's going to be wild. Oh. This next election, I know you just brought it up and it just triggered my brain. Like, with uh, what we were talking about last week with, like, two different literal pools of reality, going to be really interesting to see those two pools of reality just, like, arguing with each other. Right. Like, how could they? Where's the people from our reality? Right. We comboed them. We did combo them. We played a combo. Dude, we're kind of on the Russell Brand train of, like, Love politics. It. Because I just watched him say some shit at the end of one of his... I guess he says it on a lot of his videos where he doesn't believe in, like, a party, you know, party democracy with, like, Republicans and Democrats. He just believes in true democracy, like, the people have the power type of a thing. Obviously, that's where we lie. I love that. Couldn't agree fucking more. So well said. Has anything divided our country like fucking political parties? Right. I mean, it's the the definition of division. Right. You know? So, um, but this year in particular, or this... uh, Next big election in particular, it's going to be wild to see like presidential candidates arguing about different pools of information that are both supposedly true because you have like the government backing one pool of information, then like common sense kind of backing another one, but also not really. They're both kind of live. It's going to be very wild. It is going to be very wild. It's going to be crazy. And dude, like this, uh, this whole Gavin Newsom thing, I don't know if you want to start getting into some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So this whole Gavin Newsom thing, it kind of got me also thinking about the election because Gavin Newsom got gets the uh, COVID booster shot on October 27th, disappears for three three weeks till like two days ago, just shows up and not a word about anything shows up. And he speak and he gives like a you know he had like a press conference or whatever. The first question, literally the first question, they asked him point blank like, "Where you been, dude?" Like, "What the fuck you been?" And he's just like, "Oh, it's a good question." And he just starts talking about nonsense, yeah. or whatever. But uh, it's I mean, when I was watching him speak about that, <clears throat> so as the story goes, Gavin Newsom like just disappears for two weeks. And no one really, no one really sees him. Uh, three like three he cancels. Weeks. He cancels. He was supposed to go to Scotland, but he canceled that trip for like the UN, some like uh, global summit for climate change. Right. He cancels it. His wife tweets out something along the way where it's like, uh, well, he canceled all of his public engagements. Right. And then she tweeted. I have the tweet, Frankie. I sent you the uh, the tweet, and I could pull it up right here and just read it actually. Right. But I was going to say, put it up on the on the screen. Um. Yeah, so she tweets on this. You got it? That's why you number it, though. Well, it's, it's in the Gavin Newsom thing. It's the last one. It's number five. Um, hold on, let me just wait till we get it up. We, what, what's sure. the rush? What's the rush? We're what's always rush? in such a rush. And nowadays. Can you see it? No. No, we can't see anything. The TV's off. You look good, by the way, today. Thanks. You got a haircut? I did get a haircut you today. You really needed that compliment. What the hell? No, dude, no, because I'm cracking up because I- You're like, thank you so I much, you noticed. Every time like, I- chill, dude. No, no, because every time I- <laughs> I'm going to explain why. That was what my other story was for the beginning. Relax. Every, every time I uh, get like my clothes ready for, for the episode, I got to bring like a change of clothes. I always forget what I wore the week before. I wore these pants last week. I wore a gray shirt, but I wore another denim like oh, really? pullover, so I'm basically wearing the same outfit. So I was kind oh, of you look, laughing. You look that. good. Thanks, bro. Fucking so, weirdo. <laughs> just give a compliment, and then don't take it away with like an insult. Like, what the fuck was that about? Don't accept it so weirdly. I liked it. It felt good. I don't compliment you because I'm afraid you're gonna react like this. Anyway, so Gavin Newsom's wife. What? Gavin Newsom's wife tweets. It's funny how certain folks can't handle truth. When someone cancels something, maybe they're just in the office working. Maybe in their free time, they're at home with their family, at their kids' sporting matches, or dining out with their wife. Please stop hating and get a life. And then deletes it like it, two hours later. She deleted it, which she, is just weird. Why would you delete such a thing? Your husband, if anything, it's, you know, that's a cookie crumb. Bro, he's the governor of, of California. He got a COVID booster shot and then immediately cancels all his shit and doesn't say a word about anything yeah. and then just says he has family obligations. It's a little sus. It's sus. It's a little sus. In a world with all this misinformation and disinformation, like misconstrued shit and conspiratorial shit, you're telling me- You're fueling you're, the flame. You're fucking part- <laughs> Kerosene on the fucking flame. Like you have all you have to do is like a little little selfie here, yeah. little hey how you doing here, yeah. little like here moon the fucking out the window right. here. All you had to do is literally sneeze in public one time, right? And nobody would have said this. Would this wouldn't have even been a topic? Nobody is not in public for one second in a three week span. Like right. it's never happened once. Ever. I don't think Gavin Newsom th through this whole time that's never happened. Never it just so happened to be after the booster shop had nothing, to, no shot had anything to do with the booster. Oh, shop. No, could shot. no, 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 no way, no, no way. could no, no how, could've. dude. How could it? Because the vaccine's perfectly, perfectly one hundred percent safe. No, there's no. I didn't side just effects. tell a story where I talked to someone firsthand who told me that a problem. I didn't tell you that. No, you never did that, I and didn't you do definitely that. didn't tell another one last week. I, I would no, never. No, you would never do that because you're not a liar. I am a communist. <laughs> you're a communist, and you are not I'm a, a disinformationist. I'm a loyal person to the party. Okay? Exactly, you're loyal to the party. 
It's what you are. You're yeah. loyal to the party. Yeah. It's great that you do that, that you don't lie. So Gavin Newsom comes on and does like a little presser. And Frank, can you pull that up? Get that ready too. He does this presser that it, it it's just crazy to me where I'm like, all right. He's he, the whole thing. He's like, oh, like I was with my kids and I just wanted to spend time with my kids because my kids, they, they told me, they sat me down. They're like, dad. We haven't seen you in so long. How are you not going to be here for Halloween? So I had to hang out with my kids. And I was really in the office the whole time, actually. I was in the office. <laughs> I was working in the office with everyone there. And this whole time I was just in the office. And then two weeks goes by and I realize everyone's talking about me, saying that I'm disappeared. But I've been in the office the whole time. And I'm like, bro, what? Dude, the and he, fuck, And dude. in the middle of that whole thing, I, he like he mentions, he's like, I was with my team. Like, pretty much every day I was with my team. Well, quite literally every day I was with my team. And then he like, looks over to his team, he's like, I was with you guys every day. And then he like goes back in the crowd. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What are you fucking doing? Wait, by the way, I have two versions of this clip. This is the regular one, and then I have the Jimmy Dore one. Let's just watch the regular yeah, one. Yeah, let's Straight just watch the Jimmy Dore. But, this, uh, as you said last week, this isn't the Jimmy Dore show. Right, this ain't the Jimmy Dore show. He's our homie. But. Right, but the one thing I want you to fucking note here, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring it up after. Fucking play, play the clip. You since October 27th answering questions, and I know you what missed us. What day is us. it today? I'm just trying yeah, to get... I, I know you missed us. Fucking politician. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, though, um, do you think that if... I think there's a lot of parents that could totally relate to what you said you pause about this for spending a time with your... His eyes and like his facial expressions, the man knows he's on camera. You know when someone knows they're on camera, they're just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of these. He, before yeah. he did that, yeah. he absolutely went. <laughs> it's go time, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. he, like, listen, I'll you give this to this him. Shit. I'll give this to him. I hate this guy. But he is one handsome son of he a bitch. He is a handsome motherfucker. He cleans sure. up real well. He does. He's got a great neck. He's, Look at that neck. He's a good looking dude. He's a good no looking doubt. guy. Great hair. But fuck this guy. Now continue. Your family for Halloween. Do you think that, or do you wish that you would have maybe said that first, more explicitly? To, uh, uh, that, that, I was, that, that I wanted to spend time with my family? Uh, yeah. I mean, Are you attacking I, my family? I, and, and Alex, forgive me for cutting off. I, I put out a statement saying I want to spend time with my family. So we actually put that out. Well, it said family obligations. Uh, yeah. Well, but, I don't know I mean, if it's but, an but obligation do... to spend time with your kids, but uh, my wife, uh, who <laughs> has been spending a great deal of time, uh, disproportionate amount of time, uh, with the challenge of having a spouse. He's like, I can't get too loud. I've been coughing for crisis. three weeks. Um, it was spending it's like time I'm with very her fate and, right now. and the kids, and, and uh, we put out a statement accordingly. Do you think that this has changed the way you think about the way that information gets out in this social media age, uh, and sometimes when there's a lack of information, what happens? Has it changed the way you think about communicating at all? I don't know. I, you know, was it just, so I was sort of bewildered. I, I drove into the office sounds every like single Clinton day when he yeah. just into the Capitol, walked the halls of the Capitol with my kids, um, spending time with my team quite literally every single day um, in my office. And uh, I didn't see a lot of other folks. Pause it. And... Uh, I didn't see a lot of other folks. What does that even mean? What do you mean you didn't see anybody? Not one person could have confirmed your like location. Are like, oh, aren't, like press, aren't press like there all the time they're, looking for him and they're shit? They're fucking kicking the door down. Are right. you kidding me? It's the middle of a pandemic. You're in the most liberal state in the fucking country and nobody's fucking looking for you? What are you talking about? Continue. Um, yeah. uh, and if, then I start seeing some things bubble up on social media. Where's the governor? I'm like, wait a second. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm doing work. I'm doing budgets. I'm doing work on port. We put out a number of statements about the work we were doing. 
Numbers, Excel, spreadsheets. So straight from the hospital. I don't know. I, I think what, I, what we're experiencing is uh, remarkable mis- and disinformation campaigns that are going on across the spectrum in this country. Pause. I, I think. Now watch. No, no, no. We're going to keep going. But now watch as he starts talking about a whole bunch of ridiculous shit. <laughs> this notion of vaccination misinformation is, is pretty well defined and documented, and it's alive and well in this case. It's just rather extraordinary. And so I think that's a good question. I think it's a question for all of us. It's a question in your industry. It's a question in, in mine and in whatever professional endeavor. How we push back against lies, misinformation, intentional, and otherwise. And it's hard. It's a, it's a fire hose. And if you want to go down that rabbit hole of conspiracies, the like, it's a challenge. And that's, that's nothing to do with, with, um, with you can pause um, it if you want. the governor. Can I say something? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Oh, there I am. Hey. Hey. Uh, that was cool. It's just funny to me because disinformation existed always right always and that was from the fbi and, and the cia exactly directly like, correct me if i'm wrong so disinformation is when like you know russia or another country peddles in fake information mm -hmm. that tries to get us to you know believe hate nonsense and hate each right. other okay disinformation misinformation when did it come around this year right by who youtube yeah they yeah th th what fucking and it basically tells you that twitter decided that this was misinformation that was misinformation or you're just not being transparent but it's like the the term is so broad and it's just like oh it's either something that might be correct but we don't believe you or you know it's just Dude, like, it's like you know what it's like it's don't, just wait it's just like like the the um the race card has been the last couple of years you could always just say if you're in an argument you're losing you're being racist like you could just throw that in there if you're Arguing with somebody about something like this, you'd be like, "Oh, it's fucking misinformation." Right. Like it's that it's like a trigger where where you it's just almost, lose the art. I would say anything that's not politically correct is misinformation. Right. Anything that is not politically correct is misinformation. I but should it's get like, it tattooed across my fucking head. Then <laughs> you know some things that aren't politically correct. Politically correct? We're in a very politically fucked up world. We'll so if get, it's correct politically, it's got to be off. And we'll get into politically correctness All right. later on. And, uh, well, we, but, I don't think I, yeah, think, I, I still, don't think we have to. There's no, we, there's more that I want to go into real quick. Governor's office. It's more, it's much more profound than that, all across this country, uh, and uh, obviously we're seeing misinformation weaponized, uh, notably from former President of the United States. The it always comes back to Trump, <laughs> and how a jaw-dropping number of Republicans believe it. Like, bro, this your ex-wife is dating the, the son. Very direct assault. <laughs> Shut the fuck. On Wait, he was married to safety of vaccines. Wow. It's uh, it's alarming what's going on with that misinformation. Uh, and uh, so I think that's a very good question. It's a deeper question. <laughs> All right. Uh, then. So let's just get this straight really quick. Break it down. He was asked, do you uh, feel like, you know, you being gone for this much time without saying one word and letting these like conspiracy theories like flourish has changed the way you think about information? And he answered about a bunch of shit and somehow got around to the big lie like somehow he's like oh i fucking know there's misinformation i had nothing to do with it you're all fucking stupid and now we're back at trump is fucking terrible and like you look what he did he fucking started it it's like you're fucking crazy you asshole what are you kidding me oh my god it's uh you, even, you fucking you know someone's lying when they're just fucking ba 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 didn't shut up. The problem like with, with me, what I was thinking about when I was watching that, 
I was like, all right. I watched it through Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's like breaking it down. He's like, he's definitely, like, he just broke it down in a way. It was like, this dude's definitely fucking lying Mm -hmm. and has been caught lying and the thing. Like, he's just had such a track record that's just so suspect in like so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, I got to start lying more. I don't lie enough. No. I tell the truth way too often. You used to lie a ton. I know, but I stopped. Yeah, thank God. I got to go back. It was so stressful. (laughs) I really got to go back. Can you just lie to others? Can we keep a truth truth circle here? What did I lie to you about? I don't know. You're always on the fringe, on the on the on the fence of like I could never tell. You're always selling me on something. There was elements of truth, but there was elements of bullshit. It was always very confusing. I was always selling Dude, you to like, go out and party. Dude, it's only six feet of snow. It's not that bad. Nobody drags. Not that bad. It's like always some bullshit. You're always twisting. It was something. always to party though. Always, yeah, I was well, always okay. lying to party. Yeah, but you don't party anymore. So what's it gonna be now, man? It's gonna be for what? That's what I'm saying. I gotta come up with You're something gonna good. Fucking lie me out of my fucking fortunes and money and <laughs> all my opportunities. I'm not gonna attack you. I'm just trying. Sure. To, I'm just trying to say. I'm I'm really leaving myself open in this world that's full of lies. Okay. I'm trying to, I'd like to think though that like the truth shall shall set you free. You know what I mean? I'm just mm. living my truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Live your fucking truth. I'm living my truth. I'm trying, but it's exhausting. It's yeah. easier lying. It's way it's easier. It's so much easier yeah, lying. Think about how easier, how, I was going to say, think about how much easier it is to go to sleep. It's honestly harder. Now that I'm just being honest about shit, it's impossible to go to sleep. No, it's just about everything. <laughs> I actually, no, now that you bring sleep into the equation, I will say that truth is the way because like you ever just be like i don't i haven't had this in a while but like you're just like caught up in some crazy fucking lie and you're like going to bed and you're just like how is this gonna i'm gonna fuck this up i'm gonna fuck this up and you like don't sleep over it i don't have that problem anymore so actually i take all the things i said back i'm gonna keep telling the truth right yeah because that ain't worth it it ain't worth that's not worth it when it's just like weeks of lies have like built up to like it's gonna. It's somehow gonna all come crashing down. Right. That is not good for your REM cycle. And when someone calls you out on be on lying, nothing worse. If you oh. get called out, you know you're lying. Oh. <laughs> I, like if you're being honest and someone shits on you because they think your like honest view is like fucked up. You could live with that because you're like, I, I'll, I could, yeah, I could yeah, work yeah. on that. Right. That's me. But if you lie and someone calls you out, and you're a bad person now because you lied. And then the thing you lied about is probably not a great thing either. Yeah. Well, not good. I had I I really used to lie a lot, and I really yeah, don't did. lie at all anymore. Thank God. It's good. It's yeah, good it shit. Is good. It is good shit. Yeah. I'm just saying it's exhausting in a world where everyone else is lying all the time. Yeah, you don't lie anymore, really. At least, or you're really good at it. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is all part of the play, baby. <laughs> oh my God. But um, shit. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I kind of want to break that into China real quick. Okay. So, b- to, as far as the politically correct shit that we were just talking about. There's uh, the Chi- a Chinese dissident, which, by the way, I had to look up the term yeah, dissident. Didn't... It means someone who like opposes the theories of. So this guy opposes the ideology of China. His name is Ai Weiwei. Uh, Ai Weiwei. Um, he's a Chinese artist, and he's he he opposes China. Um, so this is yeah. He he had an interview with PBS where he essentially compares um, he compares. American and Chinese like government shit. And he's basically saying that we're on a track to to being just like China in an authoritarian state. And he's more directly asked the the question that gets them into the conversation is he's asked about because he made a comment about the Chinese president's um, like I guess he has not tweets, but he he would have direct communication with the people like late night, where it would be like his actual thoughts. Late Very, night with JG Ping. <laughs> exactly, it was actually fire show. Um, <laughs> it actually probably would be pretty entertaining to watch. But uh, 
she asked Bring in him, the dancing lobsters. <laughs> right. And he, he compared it to uh, to Trump's like tweets, his Twitter rampages that he was going because it was his direct communication to like his following. Um, and she asked him, like, so you're, are you saying that Trump is an authoritarian? And he was just kind of like, it's not what I'm saying. And then he kind of gets into some more detail. So let's play that real quick. In your book, you're describing the directives of Mao Zedong during the Cultural Revolution that would be distributed publicly every night. There you go, it wasn't a radio And show. then you write, this is your quote, they served a function similar to Donald Trump's late night tweets while in office. They were the direct communication of a leader's thoughts to his devoted followers, enhancing the sanctity of his authority. So do you see Donald Trump as an authoritarian? I, well, I don't, you know, he, if you are authoritarian, you have to have a system in supporting you. You cannot just be authoritarian by yourself. But uh, certainly in United States, with today's uh, condition, you can easily have an authoritarian. In many ways, you're already in the authoritarian state. You just don't know it. How so? Pause. Many her face, what he said when she like responds is like, huh? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> like, Do you think she was expecting that or she no, wasn't expecting No, definitely that? not. Oh, really? Yeah. The next time you see her face, Frankie, pause it on her face again. Since it happens today in U.S., it can be compared to cultural revolution in China. <laughs> that way, play it and then pause it again. Like what? <laughs> like she's like shocked. Like, like, like what? People trying to be unified in certain political correctness, that is very dangerous. You want to go deeper? No, yeah, because actually that, <laughs> I, that was the next thing I was going to ask you about. It. So what kind of political correct extremism? I, it's very philosophical. With today's technology, we know so much more than we really understand the information become jammed. But we don't really and really have the knowledge because you don't work, you don't you don't have to act on anything. Mm -hmm. You just think you're purified by certain ideas, you agree with it. Pause. Not That's pretty much the end, right there, where he says I really like an Ai Weiwei. That's yeah, it. Ai Weiwei is the baller. Ai Weiwei is a baller. He doesn't have anything else to say. He was. I was really. He might have a little bit more. It, it kind of trails off here, but you could play the rest of that if you want. Let's see what he has to say. It's posing dangers to society, to an uh, extreme, uh, divided society. Why do you think that's happened here? I think for a long time, the West material we we have much more than we needed, and uh, we are. I say that. I say that not caring about global situation, but that eventually all the policies and the politics we play has to be examined under the global situation, such as China become a, a very powerful state. So, Ai Weiwei is the dog. Ai Weiwei is the dog. Um, what was that? Before we just played that last clip, that last little bit. What, what, what it was about political correctness, and he was saying that um, we're moving in a way where we're not. You're already oh. kind of in the authoritarian state because of the right. He basically described virtue signaling, where he was like, "You don't have to actually be be a part of anything or act on anything. You just 
feel pure and like you're right and better than everybody else because of a certain group of ideas that you believe. That is uh, a liberal ideology. Right. I would liberally, say. Uh, liberal, like the mainstream narrative is what he's referring to. And that is. If you believe what, these things, you are a good person no matter what. Right. And if you. The, and people compare. Um, people compare, you know, the left and what's going on right now to socialism and communism for the reason that like compare it to like china like in china they're they're a one-party communist state right and they have one narrative if you don't agree with it it's like like or even look at north korea like if you don't agree with that i mean you're done you you don't really have that choice i think you're done to begin with but yeah right so we're right you're done to begin with with north korea it's a little stronger but with like china if you're kind of against the party, you're you got nowhere to go, and nobody you're not having support by the government. You're probably gonna get right. fucked. Like here, where yeah, we're like living Kong. in Hong Kong was like a democratic state. I think they were like protesting and being like, "Yo, like, yeah, we're gonna be like democratic. We have our own views." Like it was a younger generation, and then the police came in and just like fucked them like, all up. Nah, yeah. exactly. So like here, right now in America, we're right there where it's <clears> like, <throat> all right, you're not gonna get pulled out of your home yet. But in, you'll get but fired from your job. You'll get fired from your job you'll, if you're not vaccinated, you'll if you're canceled. not this. If you don't yeah. believe this, you say that, you get canceled. Right, you get canceled. You would fucking went blackface 12 years ago at a fucking Halloween party when it was 1997, and all of a sudden now you're canceled. Like, unless these you're Jimmy things, Kimmel. Unless you're Jimmy Kimmel and you fucking suck the blood of fucking children or whatever <laughs> he does to stay in the fucking Hollywood circle, that man. <laughs> not to get back into those conspiracies. <laughs> but for real, like... There is that element of authoritarianism where, like, all right, it's it doesn't look like a like a dictator, you know, dictated regime, but it behaves like it in a lot of ways. Right. Well, I think it's like the thing you were talking about, where when you start getting into a conversation with people and the conversation's all going one way, and I feel like I have like I'm starting to feel like my set of facts are gonna be a problem. Right. Like that sh- shouldn't be a thing. Like I right. shouldn't have to feel that closed off to. Like a whole group of people. For example, I'll I'll even say this right now. So at the improv theater that I do things at, it's very very liberal. And I was just hanging out with people, and I feel like as I'm talking with people, like I'm absolutely walking on eggshells. Oh yeah. Like I, and that could just be in my head, but I'm also I'm no, not, it's not in your head, bro. That was like I, how I felt with you for like a full like year. I'm quite we literally the, the only. Uh, actually, no, it's not true. I was gonna say the only straight white male. But you're probably like one of like five. There are some others in there, but it's like I very much like if they knew what this was, it would <laughs> yeah. be a problem. Right? Yeah. Right. It would be a problem, and like there's, sh- it's not like I'm trying to tell them that they're wrong. I think it's like the Russell Brand thing where it's like, yo, you can believe all those things for sure, but like you're also ignoring a large set of facts that have all been completely categorized as misinformation and conspiratorial. And no doubt, if you go far enough to the lizard people, you've gone too far. You got to pull back. You know what I mean? Right. That lady in your office that you said ivermectin, and she she was effing at that thought. Oh, you know for what I sure. Mean? She's thinking about uh, reptilians. Fifteen exactly. percent of the day. There's uh, there's like the spectrum there, but the spectrum leans so far, literally left, that like the workplace is like that. You got to act like this in the workplace, corporate. You got to put your pronouns in, or else you're fucked. And then right. it's like. You got to do the corporate trainings. You got to do the thing. Like you got to buy in. If you don't buy in, you can't. Like this is where we're mm-hmm. here now, and it's like, it's that's you. Like I'm fine with those ideas, but don't jam them down my fucking throat. Right, bro. Exactly. Don't I'm jam fine down my with throat. it. Like, like I don't have any problems with it. It's like, yo, I hear all those. I hear all that struggle. I hear it all. But it's like we're all not just gonna 
I don't know, like we're not all just gonna like walk around with like <laughs> Oh no. No, like that. I'm not <laughs> Well, dude, the spectrum goes both ways. There's a spectrum on either side. And like I again I have no problem if you believe that whatever the you know the mainstream narrative if that's what you like truly believe that's cool but you can't look at like a set of facts like you said that we happen to look at pretty intensely you can't look at someone who's looking at those facts and considering them and like hate them or think they're fucking crazy or stupid without like looking at it yourself right like you can't just blindly be like ugh like I I mean I I'm gonna bring up a pretty specific incident that me and you were in one time um remember uh that party we went to on Avenue C, that time where everybody was on mushrooms, yeah. and we felt like the fucking odd men out. It was like a super liberal party, and yeah. everybody was like just talking like liberal politics. I mean, you were looking at each other like, ah, shit. I, like, I quite literally every single word that was coming out of my mouth, I was calculating. Everyone, and I did say like one thing wrong, and then like I got pounced on. It right. was like. You walk. We walked into the den, dude. The den. The teeth were out. We were in the fucking Oval Office. There was like was an like RBG insane. poster that was like the notorious RBG. So it was like Biggie Smalls, but it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the. I'm like, that's dope. Like, cool. Was like you want it? Go Joe. Like, yay Joe poster. Right. There was a fuck Donald Trump poster. It Everywhere. was like a very specific. Every there was like nine of them. I was like, there were like newspaper uh, clippings from like different times, like cut out and put on the wall it was cold the strings were attached to them like putting it all together remember how cold it was out there that day and i was like dabbing my forehead i was sweat just sitting on the couch i was like oh my god i can't talk this right. whole time so that type of energy and shouldn't exist on either side like i'm not gonna judge you for thinking those things right but you're already judging me for thinking these things. So then I'm like, I'm fuck judged. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm walking in here getting judged everywhere I fucking go. So and now I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. You're a fuck. I'm not talking to you no more. Right. You know what I mean? That's not fun. I don't want to be like that because I don't feel like that. Right. You know, I'm. You can believe whatever you want. Just like acknowledge facts is all. Sure. Just acknowledge the truth. Like if thing, if things are true and factual and validated, you shouldn't just be like that's not true because this group of people thinks it. Like it's a fact. It's they just, they just the way it is. They just don't buy it though. They don't buy it. At they all. don't buy what? I do the think it's facts? changing. Though. Like that's I crazy. do think it's changing. I've been seeing a lot of things saying things along the line of like the Dems are losing normal people. So they that's are. why I think this next election is going to be super interesting because it's like this past election, like I was in a certain place politically that I'm in a very different place now. And the things that I felt and believed in then I still believe in now. It's just like it's the the story has developed. Yeah. There's other things I'm weighing in. I'm like, all right, like, yeah, maybe I haven't been so keen to the struggle of like a black trans person. I'm, you know, we should make sure those people are good. But like, your boy also has to work and like make a living, and like every single moment of my day can't be to make sure that like the LGBTQ community is like coming. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to work. Right. You know what I mean? I gotta make money. You can't just be an activist 24 seven. Exactly. I can't be an activist 24 seven. I want, I'm like, I believe that shit. Right. You know what I mean? I want everybody to have their fucking rights and, and live their life and be happy. Right. But like, it's, it's not on us to be an activist at all hours, hours of, of the, the day. day. <laughs> like you can't be expected. And to. there are other and issues that go into society. There's other issues that go into society that are, Unfor like as far as a society as a whole, they're sort of more important at times, like where you have to think about those things. Right. And that happens when you're voting a lot of the right. times. Like the economy, whether you like it or not, pretty fucking important. <laughs> It's pretty shitty right now. How's it feeling? Not great. Not, great. Not fucking great. Not great. You want to go pay $97 for a fucking hamburger? That's cool. You can do it. I'm fucking not pumped about it. So I'm not like, pumped. So, like, unfortunately, when you're voting, it's not all fucking sunshine and rainbows and, oh, well, I want these people to be happy. Like, actually, listen to what's being said. Like, there's 
good ideas all over the place, man. And you, you know, there's more to take into consideration. But we, I feel like during COVID, we were putting this uh, scenario where everybody had so much time and they were all home and everybody where it was like you were expected to be an activist all the time. We were there. We did that yeah. for a while. And it's like, that's not realistic. <laughs> did you just cough or laugh? <laughs> we kind of did though we did do that and it's like all right i still i do agree with all those things but like that's not reality like i'm not gonna be able to think like that all day because i won't be able to do anything else right because it's very emotionally taxing right and like I- i'm here for you i get it but like if you're making that about everything you say every day forever is that if that's gonna be it i can't really that's i'm not there and if right. that makes me a bad person then you're kind of wrong because i'm not <laughs> so you're that's not nice either so you know that's fucking just not real that's right. fake so, uh, but like the COVID thing with having time, everybody became an activist all the time. Right. They didn't have shit to do. Now fucking 5 million people quit their jobs last week. So there's probably more people who are just activizing. That's and what I'm shit. saying, dude. I, the, you know, that's a good segue where, so the great resignation is something I've personally been following for like a minute. Cause I just find it so fascinating. I hear people quitting their jobs and as some, I've only been working for two years. I've st- I joined the workforce and six months later the pandemic happened. I never had like some nice little time where I was kind of chilling at work. It was it wasn't just that nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it, it was. It was work. But I wish I had some like wiggle room before it was just like, oh, work now is every day uh, feels like a movie. <laughs> In a, a bad movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, not a, a bad good movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like- You're a supporting character that's going to die, Dylan, like early in the movie. <laughs> that's what you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm in it. I can't leave the workforce. I can't leave the workforce for 30 years. I can't afford to. No. Barring a really, really fortunate insurance incident, you're pretty much locked in. I have been waiting. The way that I cross the streets, dude, I'm begging a bus to just come by and fucking take a toe. Take one toe. Take my pinky toe. I don't think you get that much. Oh, you might get actually a lot of money with a pinky toe. That's what I'm saying. You want to hear a fun little I would lose a foot. Dude, if you were, uh, if you Prosthetics, lose- Prosthetics, where they're at now? If you lose, like, one of these fingers, Emily, I know this from insurance, I learned this in, in uh, class, she could, realistically, sue mad mo- for mad money for loss of sexual, um, like, li- sex life. That fun fact would stick with you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. The story, the real story, a man lost his finger in a fucking snowblower because he shoved his hand in there. His wife won, like, eight mil. Or some shit because her lifestyle changed because she couldn't get like off or something because he was going with his right hand or some shit. Like literally that happened. That's a real story. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you wanted to lose something, maybe one of these fingers wouldn't hurt. All I'm right. just saying. We got we to gotta, bite uh, the towel. What I was saying about the, the Great Resonation is like, I think I, I watched a, a piece about it that, because I have heard some friends that aren't working currently. Mm-hmm. I know some people that are my age that like aren't working right now. Um, I know some people that have like quit their job or like in between jobs and those people I have my questions about, but I, I saw that I thought it was like the great resignation was like all about that, but it's more about the majority of the people are like in their fifties and they're kind of just like, I was planning on retiring at 65, but fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Right. So it's like all like higher level people kind of like, just like leaving the workforce and saying, fuck it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it's hu- that's a huge part of it. And like, dude, I mean, if I was 50 and something and this was going on, I'd be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm all set. Right. And it's it's that, though. And it's also a change in the workplace dynamic where it's like, like, because I'm going through this right now with, my, with our company where we're hiring. People demand to be able to work from home now. 
So if you're not offering work from home, they genuinely, or if you're not paying enough, like people are going for price and the ability to work from home. And if you're like short on price a little bit, or you're not going to give them work from home, they're not even, they don't even want to work. They're like, I'll either go somewhere else or I just won't fucking work. Like they're not motivated to get behind the desk. That's the thing though. I get the the demands. Like it's an employee's market right now. Right. It's at like, yeah, I'm I'm an employee. So I have like, I feel like I have the power and I'm trying to wield it and like use it in my advantage. Um, piece of shit. Listen, what are you gonna do? It's a tough world out there. It's the the weather. Spoken like a real owner over there. You know, bitch ass. I've been told to start thinking like an owner, so I'm glad (laughs) it's paying off by my dad before he beats me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but work from home, it's it's kind of like fine. Don't you want to work from home? No, no, no. I I I've been trying to get this across to the people in my office, specifically my dad and. Honestly, the only two people that matter, my dad and the VP, where I'm just like, yo, like the work from home thing, I get that you don't get it, but two days a week being able to work from home, like you're all, this is the way I think about it. As long as you could measure if someone's home and doing their work. Exactly. If they're not doing the work, fucking fire them. Right. Easiest decision you've ever had to make. Right. Hire them. They're not doing the work when they're home. Fire them. Fire them. Easy. Be like, this is why. Gone. See you never. Easiest thing you ever have to do. It'd be, it's better than keeping somebody on who's not doing their fucking job anyway. Right. I genuinely believe like if you give people the work from cuz everyone knows they got to work, right. you know what I mean? So if you give people that, they buy in more. Oh, you know what absolutely. I mean? It's like you get people to work for you and be happy with you if when you when you give them what they want. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it it was proven like p- productivity didn't change that much for most situations. Yep. It, it's just like the um the Gary V principle. Gary V always preaches that you give your employees unlimited days off like unlimited sick days vacation days unlimited and the way that you because nobody's going to take off two months at a time because they're going to lose their job so you gauge a good dedicated employee by how they use that power it's on them if you want to take you need to take a week off of this okay cool but if you're going to do that and then you're going to take another week off then and then you don't come back for two like you could see who's in a good employee and who you got a shit can and then you fire the ones who were shit right like it's a good test of a loyal employee I do. The Great Resignation though really makes me so curious because like you talk to anyone our age and like everyone's unhappy with their job. It seems like I feel like a vast majority of like millennials are like not pumped about their jobs. Would you agree or you disagree? I definitely agree, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that millennials and us definitely are guilty. We are both definitely guilty of this. We all have this like pipe dream of like, okay, I'm doing this job, but I'd love to be doing this. And like, we're in an era where it's possible. So every day I'm not doing this, I'm miserable. Right. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, oh, I should just quit and like write that book or right. whatever. Like you can do it. And I feel like the millennials, like our parents' generation didn't really, they were just like, I got to work to survive right. and that's it. And okay, let's do it. But we have to, that's what I'm saying. We have to work to survive also, but I feel like a lot of people are just like, ah, fuck it. They are. But then I'm like, but where are you going? Because you got a lot of life to live. You know what I mean? I'm like, is everyone just surviving off their crypto or something and I'm missing out? I think a lot of people, (laughs) I wish that was, I wish that was the case. I think a lot of people are surviving off their parents, bro. I think, I think that's, that's a big, uh, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people have their parents paying their rent and shit. Which I would, it, I would suck all the dicks. When does it to end? Have my parents You're pay just, my rent. Like, are you just never gonna, like, if you join the workforce and you kind of were working a little bit, and then like your parents are kind of paying your shit, and then you're just like, ah, fuck this, like I'm just gonna go travel, and you travel and you spend all your money, and then you pay, and like, and then you're like 33, and like you, you maybe you had kids or something, and then it's like you're just not working. Like I just don't understand. 
where the workforce right now is in such a weird position where I'm like, I am like kind of committed to the thought of like, for the next 30 years, I'm going to have to work and hopefully I'll be 58 by then. And if I'm lucky, I'll be able to retire around that age. Like that's a, that's a pretty realistic like age to retire and that our parents kind of committed to. Mm. And I wonder, I just wonder myself, I'm like, these people that aren't thinking that, I'm like, where, where, where's their, what's the long-term plan? Yeah, Am I, I like a bitch for thinking of a long-term plan? Should I just fuck my long-terms around and start lying a bunch and going out and convincing you to go out and party with me more? I, I, honestly, I could use the motivation. I don't understand the whole travel, like, lifestyle where, like, I feel like so many kids our age are driving across country, tra- like, I don't get how that's a thing, but what I do think is definitely happening is the workforce is changing, like, the, the, economic environment is changing permanently like this whole work from home thing rapidly and permanently and it happened strictly because of the pandemic but it was you know we were at a place i guess where technologically it was possible so like the combination of that and the pandemic keeping people home like the work from home things here to stay for sure no doubt like people aren't going to come back into the office that's never that's not going to happen um and i feel like we kind of just have to we're in that that's what we're in now but what i don't get is how People like the work from home thing, that demand, I, I understand. What I don't understand is how so many people are quitting their jobs now. Like we're we've surpassed this year. We've surpassed last year, the, the highest year ever of quitting jobs. Like I think the highest before this year was 31 million jobs. Like people quit their jobs. Now it's 35 million. So it's 4 million more than the highest ever in the history of America. But, but. Inflation is at also the highest since like nineteen ninety fucking seven. So like, I don't get how prices are going up. It's getting more expensive to live. Period. Gas is more expensive. Food's more expensive, and we're not getting our shit from fucking the, the housing. The, the housing's more expensive. Like all this shit is like supply it's, utilities. Like everything is more expensive, more expensive. But people are quitting their jobs. Right. What does that? What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. The Great Resignation. There's no like, I quit my job for the higher paying job. All I hear about is the people quitting their job. Right. I don't hear about the people getting other jobs. Well, that's. I guess that's just what I'm seeing from like a day to day with like looking for fucking employees. But the the people quitting their jobs in this current economic situation, I just don't even understand how it's possible. Right. I understand that people are not motivated to work because I mean, are, are are they still getting benefits from the government? Like, are they still getting stimulus checks? And I don't think so. Right. I don't think Does so. Do you know any, if they're getting any fucking unemployment, right? Unemployment like that all stopped. Right. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't mean to talk out of my ass cause I guess I don't for, for, for sure. know, but I just don't get how people are just quitting their jobs. What I did see here though, is people are going back to like a one income household structure. Oh yeah. Where instead of um like having a husband and a wife that are working, they're having just the husband work and the wife stay home. And I also saw this I don't know if it was in the same video, but I saw this anal- this uh speech where the someone basically was saying that the whole idea of having a, a two income house causes inflation. Because the average household income becomes more expensive, becomes higher, so then price price of goods go up, mm. which I don't know how much that's that seems like it fucking might be happening. Because now we're back to a one income household, but shit's expensive. But even you think about that, I'm like originally going, I'm straight going to, we were going to college. Fordham cost like sixty five thousand yeah, dollars a year. Yes, uh, it was less than that when I was there, but it was a lot of money. It's sixty five thousand dollars a year now. Neither right now, like, it's my. It's all probably closer to seventy. That's almost. so. By the time you have kids, it's going to be a like billion. a hundred k. Right, all your money. And 
You're, oh, and then it's only one parent working? Well, I think also people are going to – I think the whole expensive college thing is going to stop. That's what I'm saying. So many things. Millennials even, aren't going to be talk about, shelling out a million dollars for fucking four years of college. Right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like uh, I feel like millennials are like the Greeks. You know how the you know, I, when you hear about I need you to go further into you that. know when you hear about Greece and it's just like oh like no one works there it's like a failed state it's a welfare state like mm-hmm. the economy's crashed like I don't know shit about shit but like I, whenever I hear Greece I always hear that shit yeah and I'm like millennials like I think I work hard and like I'm kind of committed to that because I feel like I don't really have a choice but like a lot of millennials are fucking we're lazy as fuck and we like to spend our money. And we don't make that much money. I saw a dude, a thing that 70, I think like 73% of millennials live pay te- paycheck to paycheck. I believe that 100%, especially because- That's an absurd amount. Dude, and millennials don't buy shit. Like, we don't buy assets. We don't buy houses or cars. Right. We rent everything. Which I'm, I'm honestly, I get renting. I'm renting personally. But like, how many how many people do you know that own a house? Starting to pick up Starting now. Starting to, but like but the, well, a handful of people that are married, and honestly, most of my friends that are married are still renting. Like, our parents owned houses at 20 fucking right. four. Not that I think that's a good financial decision, but I'm just saying, the mindset is completely changed. Right. Like, because you don't own a house and you don't need, like, if you could always move back in with your parents, so, like, the fear of getting evicted isn't that big. Right. Like, if you couldn't pay your mortgage, that's a terrifying situation. That's a bad situation. It's different than not being able to pay one month's rent and then being like, oh, shit, I got to move back into fucking Beverly Hills with right. daddy. The 30-year mortgage, different. that's a commit. That's a commitment, and then you're, like, locked into the system. You're like, you got to make that money or else you're out on the fucking, you're you're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah, you're you're getting. You know, someone's showing up, knocking on your door. Not even, so even it's a different a, mindset. A whole other rabbit hole to go down is the work from home situation. That Midtown Manhattan still people are not back in offices. It's how many months are we into this shit? Two weeks. Is, More than two a weeks year, to stop the right? spread. Eight, nine, right. We're at like we're at like what nineteen months or some shit. It's almost two years. Like right? Midtown Manhattan, I feel like I haven't even. There were at least like chirps when people were like getting vaccinated, and we thought that it was a, it was just eradicated it. Like back in the good old days, oh. I was like, oh dude, people are gonna be back the in the office. Days. People are gonna be back in the office in no time. But now it's like. It's such, and people would always be like, oh, yeah, we're going back in March. Oh, no, they pushed it back to September. One. No, they actually, no, now we're going to go December. I feel like, I feel like now it's time, they're just like, fuck it. Like, I don't know anymore. No one knows anymore. Well. So the whole infrastructure, dude, of Midtown Manhattan is office space. Yeah. Businesses, lunch places, breakfast spots, Dwayne Reed's, local mom Like, there's so many things happening in Midtown Manhattan, cities that, if you take away, like, if everyone just starts working from home, like, the whole infrastructure of Manhattan collapses. It, it, it collapses. And a lot of cities do, which is fucking crazy. Right, and it actually becomes more dangerous. Because, like, the the if you remember, back in the day, like, our parents still to this day talk about Manhattan like it's a fucking, it, like, it's Afghanistan. Like, right. it's a war zone. Like, it's so dangerous. And it, the city's certainly a dangerous place. But back in the day, it was very dangerous because now you have so much foot traffic and there's so many retail stores and so many like occupied businesses everywhere you go that like there's only so much like brutal crime that could just happen in the street in broad day. But when you take away all those retail fronts, those storefronts, and those are all empty and there's no stores and there's no fucking businesses, that's why people are doing heroin in the middle of the fucking road in Manhattan. People are taking diarrhea dumps in front of rolex right like that's exactly why that's going on and yeah. that's that's why you how cities start to crumble. listen if you're homeless and you got a dump i get it you should be able to go yeah but just waffle it into a fucking grate but like if, just shit on a dude if i was if i was it. mr rolex and my 
my Midtown Manhattan, which like should be one of like your flagship stores, some dude was just taking a fat fucking dump in front of your store that sells ten thousand dollar watches. Like, who's gonna go in there and buy a ten thousand dollar watch, knowing that a homeless man was just taking a shit two feet away from it? A lot of people probably. Yeah, and, so. and honestly, if I'm Mr. Rolex man, you can shit in front of my building as much as you want, <laughs> as long as I'm making the bajik ching cha ching ching that you, which he is. I'm pretty fine with people shitting in front of my store. Fine. Honestly, if that'll help me make more money, please start shitting in front of my store. <laughs> if anybody's listening, please. Please. Oh, changing topics here to something real stupid. On last Thursday, I was like hey. so stressed out at nighttime, and I I was like, I'm gonna take a little bit of shrooms and go on a little microdose adventure. What time? It was like 4 p.m. Oh, I'm thinking nighttime. I'm like, bro, no, 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 it lasts like five hours. No, no, no. no. I, it was like casual. It was a little oh, microdose. Nice. So I'm walking around. I'm having a good time. I've been. I was like. Kind of with the COVID thing, I'm starting a new home care job. Like I just had a shit ton on my plate, and I was like, I've been working hard. I'm going to enjoy myself, have a little afternoon. So I go for a big-ass walk. This is when I saw the guy on the river. I go for a big-ass walk. I come back, and I come back up to the, like, there's, like, a park right next to my apartment where there's a big, um, I don't even know what the hell it is. It's, like, a memorial thing. It's, like, what, just, like, a huge statue building thing that's, like, kind of blocked off, but it has, like, stairs leading up to it. Okay. Sure. And people chill on the steps. It's a place where people chill on the steps. So I go on the steps, and I'm fucking chilling. I'm in like a flannel, and I had like a like a I hadn't shaved, so I like had a beard, and I'm literally Hipster like City. Yeah, I'm on shrooms. I'm shrooms. I'm looking homeless, honestly. I'm looking pretty homeless, and I'm laying like a homeless person. Like I'm I'm like laying across like six steps. I just had a great walk. I was listening to music, and I'm fucking chilling so hard. This little girl, maybe like two or three years old, just rolls right up next to me and just sits down. I was like, what the hell? And she goes, what are you doing? How old is she? Like literally three. She was on one of those scooters with the two wheels in the front. She looked, yeah, she was probably three years old. Was there was there an adult? Yes, there was an oh, adult okay. behind, like trailing behind, but she was like pushing on the scooter and then came up the steps and just sat down right next to me. Oh. So she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I was having a great time. I was like, I'm lounging, man. Pop on mushrooms. <laughs> I was like, I'm chilling. I had a, you know, I had a long day. She's like, Why are you sitting like that? I was like, Oh, I just went on a long walk and like I'm real tired. I'm like, How about you? You're, she's like, I want to sit down too. I was like, Yeah, grab a seat. Like, what's up? Like, how's, how was your day? And she's like, Oh, like I'm pretty tired too. I was like, Oh, did you go to school today? And she's like, Yeah. And me and this girl getting like a full blown conversation. Up rolls grandma, dude. And you would have thought that like I was stuffing this girl into a bag. <laughs> Like getting rid of the way this lady like ran up here. We're fucking chilling. Like I'm literally lounging. I'm hysterical laughing. I'm on mushrooms, but I'm chilling. Like we're chilling. She's having a great time. The little girl's cracking up. Me and her having a fucking blast. And the grandma rolls up and she's like, Susan, Susie, Susie. Okay. All right. Let's, it's time to, it's time to go. I was like, oh yeah. Like you should probably get out of here. Like, all right, join. And she's like, oh grandma, like, can we just stay a little bit longer? I was like, come on. <laughs> oh no. This is where I knew I fucked up. I knew I fucked up after it this. It was one. at this point. But it was, it was I was like, I, I got to do it. Yeah. And the grandma the gram was like, Susie, get down here now. And then the girl like walked down and she like fucking rolled away. Well, because that's what I'm saying. Manhattan is a dangerous place. So you're just some random scruffy dude on the I street. I know. But like, we're, we're having a good time. In a fucking beanie. You can't talk to kids anymore, though. Yeah, you can't. You can't. People watched way too much Law and Order you, SVU. You can't talk to kids. I you was, can't talk to girls anymore. You can't talk you to think. anybody. Right. You can't talk to anybody. You can't. You talk to me. I talk to everybody now. Right. I'm just like, fuck it. Long Beach is a very talk to everybody town. I've been talking to everybody. Yeah, that's it's good. good vibes. It's good. Manhattan I tried to talk Manhattan to a is local. very cold. It is very cold. Because, you know, I, I, I very, used to listen. Very, very, very cold. I used to listen to a lot of comedians make jokes about like, 
the girls in the city. It was like, oh, you go up to a girl in Manhattan, they're just like, ugh, like they won't even look at you. They're so mean. You go down south, they're so nice. But for real, now it's that coldness has turned into like like stranger danger if you're yeah. any, if you're within like two feet of yeah. a human. Like it's like very if weird. You don't pretty much if you don't simp or agree with them politically, like they'll bite your fucking head. Oh off. my god, you got to simp. Yeah. Are you? Oh yeah, the political thing. Yikes. You got it's one or the other. Oof. And I was just having a good time with a little three year old. Grandma was. Uh, maybe not don't happy. phrase it like that. I was just having a good little time with a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you're, see, you're the problem. Am I? Yeah. I was just talking to her. I, I I even, I'm definitely a problem. I was. We were having a great time. Oh, that's, she seems like a cute kid, too. Well, she was cracking up. And you know what? Now the she's Grandma came stop. up. She was, all, she was all tight. The grandma was all like tight button and shit. And I was like, the grandma's taking care of her. Both parents probably work. This girl probably doesn't get any fun interactions. Uncle Dylan gave her a fun little interaction. Don't say it like that I know, either. that, yeah, that, that also sounded that, wrong. That would have made it worse. And naming myself any little Uncle, interaction. Uncle Dylan doesn't sound good. Why, though? It's familial. I don't know, but Uncle Joey sounds way less creepy than Uncle Dylan. It's just the truth. Fuck you. I'm sorry, it's the facts. Frankie, <sighs> Uncle Joey or Uncle Dylan, what's more creepy? Uncle Dylan's more creepy. I'll answer for you. Uncle Dylan's way more creepy. <laughs> And you know what sucks about that kid's interaction with you? She was, she went in, she was confident. She just started talking yeah. to, to a nice person. Now her grandma fucking tra traumatized her from talking to strangers. She's right. going to be recluse the rest of her life. Right. She'll probably die alone, unmarried, probably all because of that interaction. How upset is that? How exciting is that, grandma? You did that, grandma. You did that, you grandma. Did that. <sighs> you did that. Unreal, man. Unreal. Just trying to hang out with Uncle D. <laughs> that makes it way worse. That's the worst it could get. I think even Uncle O'Keefe Uncle is better o than Uncle D. Uncle D. Papa O'Keefe is better. Big, big, I was just saying Big D. That's way worse. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's just not even. Right. What do you think's the best? I think Gabriel is your best shot. Uncle Gabriel? I'm just kidding. That sounds terrible. That's tough. I forget my middle name is Gabriel often. I think we all do. Yeah. We don't talk about it enough that your middle name is Gabriel. It's super biblical. I'm Joseph and you're Gabriel. I mean, right. wait, wasn't Gabriel the, the angel that told Mary that Jesus knocked her up? I'm the archangel the Gabriel. I think I'm Joseph, so you cucked me. You cucked me. Wow. Huh. How about that? How do you like, how do you like, how that, do you like that? Who would have thought? Not what else me. we got on the docket? Uh, I think maybe the last thing we get into is this whole billionaire situation. Right. That's a very fun one. Because I think that's just a fun one, and it's really the last thing we, we want we need to, talk to talk about, about today. I, this was fucking... Dude, so I've, I think we've always... The, human beings have always wanted to have a pill where you live forever. It's right. like, when you're growing up, you're like, I wish I could live forever. But then you kind of get older and you fucking like, I don't really want to live forever. It no. kind of sucks a little <laughs> bit. It's pretty stressful. People suck and everything smells bad. But, so you don't really want it. Right. Well, fucking Jeff Bezos and the uh, one of the CEOs of Google and a couple other big ass corporations are funding uh, like rejuvenation, cell rejuvenation studies to be able to live possibly forever, definitely into the two and three hundreds of years of age. So, what? <laughs> this is a thing, though. When you're growing He'll up- do it, it too. Like, oh, they're going to- They're going to totally, do it. Oh, 100% they're, they're going to do, do it. it. It won't be soon, but it'll happen. The thing that scares me is this. Like, when you're growing up and you're like, I want to live forever, that'd be great. I wish grandma could live forever. All these things, right? It'd be so nice. The, but the problem is not that. The problem is it's fucking sociopaths like Jeff Bezos who have the money. And the fact that he wants to live forever is terrifying. Right. Because he's already doing fucked up things like in his first 
100 years of life. Right. Like, you give that man indefinite, like, he's on this earth, he's on this earth forever. I mean, I don't want that. He'll be the king. He'll be the king, and that's what he wants. Because it's just that's a, the yeah. thing. He doesn't want to live forever because he wants to live forever. He wants to live forever because he doesn't want to let go of the power. Right. He's got so much power and right. money and fortune right now. Suck he doesn't want to get right off his head. Dude, he single-handedly stopped, uh, delayed the moon land, the U.S. moon landing, because he didn't like win the bid. Like Elon, Musk, like SpaceX won the bid to go to the moon, and like Jeff Bezos, I, I didn't honestly read all the details, but he. Like disrupted it so that it got delayed like a like a fucking a few years or whatever. Like he disrupted the whole process. It's a very selfish thing. He wanted the power. He wanted to be the first one there. He wants the money that comes with exploring, you know, the moon and shit for the first time. Like he wants all that. So the fact that he's the guy who's like, we're gonna live forever. Follow me. I'm like, fuck no. That's terrifying. I feel like Jeff Bezos is gonna have a very hard time finding followers. I feel like Elon Musk oh, has I'll- like an absolute. Uh, unit of dudes that will like blindly follow him. I'll run through a wall for that man. <laughs> yeah, right now. But Jeff Bezos, there's just something about Jeff Bezos that, like, Elon Musk is just kind of cooler or something. He's the coolest. He's the coolest. Yeah, he does cool shit. Like, Jeff Bezos started selling books in a in a garage and then just started like capitalizing on a bunch of other shit and. Realized if you just deliver shit really fast, like um, Americans will just eat that shit up. And, and he treats everybody terribly in his company, yeah. like really, really badly. Really bad. Like really badly. I watched a thing one time about uh, the people that work in the factories mm-hmm. and the the way that they, it's wild. Like you l- work in this like huge factory that's like three football fields mm-hmm. and it's like the, the, the top like hundred thousand items you could buy on Amazon like exist in this warehouse and all day you like you have a phone that it's like Q12 toilet paper five minutes and you have five minutes they like time your pace Mm -hmm. and it's like you have five minutes to get to Q12 and you get to Q12 and you 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 throw it in the thing and then it's like all right you have to get a toy in R88 and that's like a mile away, but you got like eight minutes. And then you're like fucking jogging there. And if you don't get there in time, they dock your pay. And if you take pee breaks, you they dock your like it does it counts on oh, the time. But it, the, the amount of time that they give you to get from point A to point B is like you'd have to all out sprint, and right. even then you're like just getting there. Like just dude, they even had a thing where I don't know if you caught this story a few weeks back, but they had a, a sort of a mess, like a glitch, sort of in their algorithm where. Because everything's like kind of automated there. It's all algorithm based. So like when employees were taking, they were requesting days off, like PTO, per like vacation days, and they were given them. But like that system didn't communicate with like the the system that like basically the attendance, like that it takes attendance to see who's there to like dock their pay. So employees were like getting back from vacation, they're getting fired for like not being in work for a week. But they were they had gotten approval on the getting the vacation, and then Amazon was just like, nah. Eh. Sorry. Oops. And I think they're trying to fix it, but like they didn't fucking fix it. You know? So not a good dude. Not a good dude. And I feel like a lot of million, it's going to be all, uh, you know, the first, the first time this pill, if it's a pill, gets rolled out once it's working. It's going to, it's definitely going to be an injection. It's, or an injection, whatever it is, some sort of therapy. It's going to be, oh yeah, it's going to be weird. You're going to be hooked up to a machine like the fucking Green Goblin or some shit. It's going to be wild. Probably exactly how it's nipple, gonna go. Nipple clamps are gonna be involved. Yeah, for definitely sure. clamps for sure. Not even needed. It's just like Jeff's like they're just they're just like why do I need my nipples clamped? And they're like Jeff requires it. Yeah, Jeff actually, uh, it's his thing. Jeff Jeff Bezos he, he recommends absolutely it. gets his has weird like 
paid for girls electrocute his nipples, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. He gets pegged too for sure. He definitely gets pegged. Did you see his girlfriend like try Talk. to suck Leo, Leo's dick? Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. I yeah, loved every I second of it. And also Jeff Bezos is like yay big and Leo's like big daddy. It was yeah. great. Um what were we talking about? <laughs> nipples? Oh, and last thing I wanted to add to the Green Goblin thing, you have to kill one of the scientists in the room before you're allowed out. Just like the Green Goblin. You strangle them, right. and then they let you out with your with your living forever genes. So, um, but anyway. I don't think people should live forever. No, they shouldn't. It's beautiful that you get to live a life and then like pass on your knowledge to the next generation. Right. Like what? It's just going to be the same human beings on Earth forever now? And we don't have kids? The whole point That's of life is to the reproduce. population problem. Oh, for sure, because not Bill everybody's going to stop having kids. Oh, so wait, Bill Gates, who wanted to fucking control population with vaccinations. I think it's all coming into play. <laughs> It's all coming into play. Oh, no. I think I Jeff Bezos should just that. fly to Mars, colonize Mars. Well, that's what he wants to do. Have you heard that part of it? So we. So Jeff Bezos thinks we're not going to be on Earth for much longer. Jeff Bezos thinks that we're he his dream is that we have little pods in space that have like trees and mountains and all these things. And then we're, we're colonizing other places and Earth will be a vacation destination where yeah. we can go to like the, the natural parks and shit is like a vacation. You mean the earth is his, we could have Mars. Did you see? Where they don't have oxygen. It just makes all the sense. Did you see, Frankie, did you see he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, like, you know, you'll have, we'll outsource all of the manufacturing to like the moon. He's basically saying he's going to ship all of his employees to outer space <laughs> and fucking where there's no laws and whip them into shape so we can get free shit all the time. Like the man is crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that guy living forever. No, he doesn't deserve to. No, he doesn't. But and for all the regular people who aren't psychopathic, like sociopaths who like need to live forever, when you have like the regular old millionaires who have like you know a yacht that they wish they don't, you know, they don't want to give away the yacht because they don't want to die. But I, I don't even think those people are gonna like benefit like us. I think suicide rates are just gonna go like crazy high. Like after a year, hundred and forty-two, you're gonna be like, fucking get me out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like. Kill, well, what get. is the situation? Does it, do you look young, or like is you're just like you keep going? So is it going to be like it's cell rejuvenation? Oh, uh, okay. Which I think would mean you look young. It's like that movie Timeless with Justin Timberlake. Is where that where they have the time? time yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. But they are all. It's like you get to age twenty five, and then you just stay twenty five. Right. That so that would be ideal. I don't want to live forever as a ninety four year old. Right, I, not even I wouldn't want to continue like if it was just something that like kept your heart beating and you're just like a decrepit Jeff Bezos <laughs> at 142. You're like I like I hate chocolate. You're like that little fucking de- shriveled up fucking worm in a wheelchair. Yeah, I don't want to be that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that. No, I don't want to be that. But I don't think that's how it's going to go down. No, he's definitely because they started. So they started. Um, they started testing it on rats or mice or whatever, and the rats were showing like younger cells. Right, but they were also getting tumors. They were getting yeah big aggressive fucking rats. <laughs> They're also getting big fat tumors. Here, these cells are younger than we gave you three billion more. I honestly think Jeff Jeff Bezos is just trying to get some ass. I think all like you know how Mark Zuckerberg got like rejected and then that's why he started Facebook? Like Jeff Bezos definitely didn't get ass. He's doing all this stuff. His brings he brings his date. He definitely is just, you know, he's not connecting with anyone. No. You know what I mean? No one's trying to connect with Jeff Bezos. No, but that's why And Elon's he's going to keep dope. chasing that till he dies. He'll chase till well, he Elon, dies. Well, Elon, him and his uh, wife, I think, just got divorced. Yeah, but okay. He still had a loving relationship and everybody in America kind of I feel like him. Elon is 
When I say Elon is capable of emotions, I say that hesitantly because I've seen him speak and I'm like, I don't know if this man... He's certainly... Dude, have you ever seen the video of Elon Musk... Crying? Like, he cries and shit? Dude, they were talking about, um, like... Neil Armstrong shit on him, <laughs> yeah. which is fuck you, Neil. You, 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 I mean, the moon landing was arguably fake, so I, you have no pony in this race. I don't race. think it was Neil. No, it Neil was, was dead. No, it. Oh, Neil Buzz? had to be dead. Whatever. It was Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Somebody important that went on the moon. Right. Fucking shit some on NASA Elon. Hero. Yeah, some NASA hero shit on Elon, and he was crying in that interview. That was right. beautiful. That's when I knew Elon was my fucking. I just don't guy. think Jeff, Jeff Bezos is capable of love. No, if you look, have you ever seen an old? interview of Jeff, Jeff Bezos when he had hair and shit like when he first started Amazon he's like actually you have to stay the funny thing is I created Amazon because you just need something that people need and they're like <laughs> yeah. he that fucking and now his, now his life's like <laughs> <laughs> yo I love watching the, the fucking clips of like Dr. Lee like <laughs> and then him like it's fucking excellent content you know oh. do you know I don't think you're gonna die alone, Joe. I think you're gonna find someone. <laughs> I feel like that imagine, right there means you do think I'm gonna die alone. Imagine living 300 years and still dying alone. I, the pro, this is the thing. You know what I mean? If like, at what point I- does Jeff Bezos like he turns like 150 and it's just like Jeff Bezos Island of Love and it's just like man, my man is just so sad and he just like keeps doing the rejuvenation thing because he just like cannot find anyone to love him and everyone's just like dude just fuck off and die already yeah, we all die. hate you he'll be assassinated if they invent this and he lives for it dude his skull is bulletproof he no, bulletproof that thing no he's not that's why it's he'll bald be, he'll die he shaved his head and it's coated in metal you think <laughs> yes he's, he's very cyborg-esque he's very cyborg I have this prediction though if this does happen and people start living to like 300 or even infinitely, monogamy is out the window. You're not getting married to a woman that you're going to have to be with for 400 years. That will never hey, shut me. your mouth. Watch me. Listen, I love Emily. Watch There's me. no way you put up with her for 400 years. Our love years. is eternal. You've been together for bitch. seven years. 400? Yeah, bring it on. That's It gets better every that's day. Four, that's fucking, that's so much time. It gets better every day. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's my future wife you're talking about. I think you're gonna live. You're I think you're gonna die together. I think you're gonna die together, but you're both gonna die in your 80s, most likely. Maybe 90s. I think maybe 90s. 100. Maybe you'll cross 100. Yeah. Emily will probably live to 100. You got mid 90s. You're welcome. I guess nice. it was generous there. But there's no 300 years with one person. You're just gonna be like, why are we doing this? 300 years. You have to be happy for 300. Years. There's just no way that you're gonna. You, why would you do that to yourself? Right. Not nothing to Emily. No, no disrespect. Love you, Emily. You know, sounds like a guy who doesn't have a love in his life right I'm now. I'm very alone. <laughs> <laughs> have Don't a good week. Don't make this y'all. about me. Peace, y'all. Share, like, subscribe. We're doing great. We hit a little fizzle this week. We got some good people in the comments. Some people that follow us. You guys are dope and you say things like, oh, I just found this page out of nowhere and like I can't believe it doesn't have more views. Do us a favor. If there's one specific video you like, send it to one friend. Hell yeah. Send it to a friend. And send yo, it to a friend. We believe it- in this product. Right. We believe in our talk. We believe in this shit. And I think you guys like us too, so let's let's keep going. Yeah, dude, and let us know Spread in the, the comments. Love. Let us know in the comments, like what what do you like? What do you want? What do you what, what do you, do you like that we talk us? about? What do you want to hear from us? Like, yeah. what do you think about what we're saying? Like, let us know in the comments, man. We, got we love comments. hearing from you. Oh, we got some comments right now. Let's read them off real quick before we fucking bounce. Why not? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right, we got a uh, always a fun time here, gents. Keep it up, and then my Brady, guy. And this is about Bezos. Pretty sure he's just trying to avoid inheritance taxes. 
<laughs> Yo, for real, those inheritance taxes be a bitch. <laughs> but he won't have to pay him if he dies. If you die, you don't got to pay him. Your kid's going to have to pay him. Which Does he have kids? I don't know. <sighs> they got to be Petri dish children. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. All oh. right. Have a good uh, week, y'all.